Welcome to another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clemenson. If you're a recruiter, out on your own, or just lacking general guidance or mentorship, you've come to the right place. Our episodes are designed to give you the motivation, the advice, and the mentorship, have I said that right, to make you the very best Lone Recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee, and let's take your desk to another level. Now today, super practical one. This may not appeal to every recruiter out there, but someone thinking about going out their own, or maybe uh, a, a someone who is out on their own, or even you rerun a small agency and you're not 100% sure what level of insurance you need or not. But this one is going to be for you guys. Um, and really, it was just breaking it down and saying there's so much insurance coverage you could get for any any particular items. And I think there are a lot of people who are undercooked when it comes to insurance, and there are a lot of people who are overcooked. And I don't know what's right or wrong, but I just want to highlight today what is available to you. What prompted this episode was something that happened over the weekend. I was standing on my balcony and I saw a massive plume of black smoke coming up in the distance. And I went, wow. And I, I took photos and I um, actually, I'll, I might even share some of these photos. I took some photos and I went, wow, that, look at that. I showed my wife, look at this um, smoke. And she came out and had a look and she said, what, what is that? And I looked and I went, <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of in line with my office. And I went, huh. And I pulled the map out and I went, oh, it is perfectly in line with my office. Okay. Hmm. Uh, And then I had a look and went, oh, it's also like my brother-in-law's business. He owns a mechanic. So um, where we work is is in uh, a suburban area. But anyway, look, it got to a point where I went, I need to go and check this out. So I got in the car. And I went down and I had a look and thankfully it wasn't uh, our business, um, but my brother-in-law's mechanic business, it was the business right behind his. The wall he shared was up in absolute flames. And I'm talking like, we're like 13 fire trucks there. You had helicopters over the top. You had hundreds of people watching. Like this was one of those big fires. You see flames coming out the top and it was, it was intense. Um, and then it started coming out. Someone was saying, the guy who's in that shop, doesn't have insurance and I was just like are you serious how could you not have insurance and it was like yeah like you know business was going bust what do you start doing you start winding down your things you stop paying your insurance and things like that so really sad situation I'm not sure what got him into that situation but it made me think about you guys and making sure you have the appropriate level of insurance because what we do in in, in recruitment it doesn't feel like you need insurance a lot of the time I've been doing it for 17 years. I don't think I've ever made a claim or had any situation arise where I really need insurance. But the moment that you do need it, you really need it, okay? So here are the six pieces of insurance that I think are relevant to, and this is in Australia, this is for contingent recruitment only, okay? I'm like permanent staff. I'm not talking about contractors. I'm not talking about temp staff. That's a whole nother kettle of fish. Some of these overlap, but for contingent um, permanent recruits in Australia, these are my six that I think you need to at least consider. So first of all, you will have a level of work cover. You you cannot have an ABN or operate in Australia without that level of insurance. So you will have work cover, which basically means that if if a staff member or someone in the office stubs a toe or you know hurts their back sitting at a chair or even yourself, you've got a level of, of cover there. So it's a good one, um, but you don't have to action anything there. You will already have that. Um, the next level of insurance that you should have, right, is PIPL, Professional Indemnity Public Liability. So if you're out or a staff member is out in the streets so of public liability and 
I'm not sure you put a bag down and someone trips on it and they want to sue you, you've got cover. Or professional indemnity, if if someone comes after you for your services, they think you've wronged them or they want to challenge some, you know, a fee or they want to challenge something, you've got a level of cover for um, um, professional indemnity. And I think those two, work cover, PI and PL, you must have those. You, you'd be silly not to have a level of, of, of insurance around that. Um the next four are kind of nice to have. You don't necessarily have to have them, but I'll walk you through what they are because if you don't know they exist, you, you'll think, geez, why don't I know about this? So the next one is building and contents. We know this one. So let's just say you've got a small space. Let's just say this thing goes up in flames. I can get all this stuff replaced, all this equipment replaced um, in my insurance because it's in it's in the, within the building, right? Um, but other things you might want to consider within building and contents is – is things like your laptop. You know, what if you spill water on your laptop and you don't have like Apple Care, right? Does that come under your um, building and contents? It should because it's equipment that you need to do your work in. And I had this happen to me a few months ago where I spilled a glass of water on my laptop, fried the ball completely, and I hadn't backed it up. I then had to get data recovery. The insurer said, yep, here you go. Um, fill this out and you should be able to get that back. Um, so building and contents, I think look at it and then look what gets covered within that. Tools of trade, okay? So phones, laptops, microphones, whatever you need to actually function in your job, make sure that they are covered because it's, it's the worst thing when, when, when something happens to them and you just can't function. How frustrating is that as a recruiter? Um, the next three you may or may not be aware of, but they're going to be obvious ones. Cybersecurity. What if someone hacks your emails? What if someone sends you a, uh, what do they call them? Like one of those spam emails and you accidentally click on it and now all of a sudden you're locked out of your laptop. They've infiltrated your database. There's a data breach. They want they want a ransom to unlock your laptop. What are you doing? Have you got cyber security cover? That is becoming more and more prominent. And I always bet if you're a small operator, you're probably less targeted, but you're probably more vulnerable. Okay. Because you don't have an IT division putting up those safeguards. You don't have a cybersecurity team who are putting up defences so that you don't get attacked. I know I get a lot of spam emails and they are getting clever. Okay, They use my name, they use our brand and they send them to my, my, my staff. Not great. But what can you do about it, right? So you want to have a level of cybersecurity um, insurance, I believe. I don't think it's a lot, but I think that's a, a pretty important one to have because you don't want to be locked out of your emails. Your laptop might work, but if you are locked out of your emails and you can't get in, what are you going to do? What are you going to? That's that's our biggest form of communication. That and our phone. Um, the, the the fifth one I have is there's an, I, th I think it's called ATO disruption insurance. Let's just say the ATO decides to do an audit on you. Maybe maybe they don't like the amount of invoices that you've got going through, or maybe they just pick you out a random hat, or you've triggered a red flag somehow which is not hard to do with the ATO, and they decide we're going to go and investigate. We want to do an audit. That's what it's called. It's called audit, audit insurance. Um, I know people who this has happened to, and it can cost so much money. Not only the investigation itself, we have to stop everything, get your accountants and yourselves to give receipts. Like It is so disruptive, right? And you want to have a level of coverage around that. But what if you want to challenge it? What if the ATO comes in and says, oh, you know, and this is what happened to someone I know who's got a listed company. They got ordered by the ATO and they said, no, we deem X, Y, Z, you owe this much in tax. And they said, no, no way. That's not, that's not feasible. And anyway, they went to court. They end up using about $750,000 worth of court time um, to challenge it. And they won. 
because it was a ridiculous, uh, it was a, dic- a ridiculous charge by the ATO. My point is having having um, audit insurance might be viable, particularly. And I know we're talking about contractors um, or temps, but you're probably more likely to get audited in that scenario. Um, and then six, the last one is. An obvious one, again, but have you got it? Salary continuance insurance. Typically, you can do this through your super, but if you don't have a level of salary continuance insurance, what happens if you fall off a bike and you're in hospital for three weeks and you can't work? Do you have enough money and revenue coming through if you're not billing? It's a good one to have. It's a good one to think about, okay? Salary continuance insurance. So they're my six. This is not advice. This is just general uh, ideas that you need to take on board and work out whether they are fit for you or not. And what you will do is go to your broker, your insurance broker, and have a discussion. But at least you've got some ideas of what you could be using or, or what level of cover you could have access to. And then you can talk to them whether that's the right for you um, because everyone is different. And for me, again, this is contingent recruitment in Australia for permanent this, this really temp and contract is a whole nother raft of things you could look at and we're not going to go into that today. Um, so that's all I have time for you today. I hope you have an amazing day. Um, if you haven't already, give us a five-star review. Really loving that. Um, follow us on LinkedIn. Really loving that as well. That helps us reach more recruiters. We're really enjoying putting this one together. So please help us out if you're getting anything from this podcast. As always, have an amazing day and may all your deals come true.